0: back, guys. Uh, you're listening to the Unlucky Frog uh, Gaming Podcast. Uh, Josh Hartley and Ben Porter here. Uh, we were just about to say about this big uh, battle we did in Stirling last weekend. Yep. Uh, and we're going to talk a bit about uh, Warhammer and Age of Sigmar campaigns, past and present. So, yes. um, who, so let's let's talk about Stirling first of all. So... Uh, how, just to tell everyone how how many people were coming, what were the sides.
1: Well, it's every so often we like to make a point of going out to Sterling because it's home to honestly what fr- from the venues I've been to so far, I, I think it's the best uh, tabletop gaming venue in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've had a, a number of other people who are a bit more um, well travelled. When it comes to gaming venues, say that they reckon it's one of the best in the UK. Yeah. Um. So. But because it's sterling, it's a wee bit out of the way for us. So. Whenever we decide to go, we like to make a bit of an event of it. mm mm-hmm. So we. Um, we got a group of about six of us. What uh, one of the guys had to um, drop out on the yeah, day yeah. for for his own reasons. Um. So it worked out um three versus two, uh, six thousand points of Which is big. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to use uh an eight foot by four foot table mm-hmm. to fit all that in comfortably. So very big battle. And I've actually um if you go we'll we'll put a link to the the my age of sigmar mm-hmm. blog. Because I've um, I, I wrote a little uh, story. I wrote the ba- mm. the events of the battle in a story form, and there's a couple of pictures of the battle yes. on that post as well. So you can you can see there, and it's um, it's just really fun.
0: Yeah. So the last time we did this was when we were down in Nottingham for your stag. Though we, we went to the, yeah. um, the Games Workshops, like big. Events or Warhammer World, um, because
1: being nerds instead of uh, instead of strippers and all the normal things, we we travel to play with plastic men.
0: Uh, To be fair, I I I, I had consumed a fair amount of alcohol on that trip, so yeah. So uh,
1: you you made up for. I I was was
0: trying. Well, there were no strippers. No strippers. No.
1: But I don't think we really missed them.
0: Uh it, I mean I, I mean it's probably frowned upon in Warhammer World for a start. Yeah. So So yeah there, there, there is that. There's yeah. that. Uh, but so that was the last time we had one of these big battles. But we used to do them. Uh we used to do them around Christmas actually, didn't we? Or in the run up to Christmas. So I was I was associated. So the, the venue we, we went to is called Common Ground Games. Uh it's great. It's when um, I think the best way to describe it would be it looked I'm pretty sure it used to be a snooker hall. It was. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So it used to be a snooker hall. So you've got this big open space and you've got uh, right in the middle of this space uh, the uh, like rows of four foot by whatever uh, tables, which can be then you know divvied off into six by fours for table I think, top miniatures. I think
1: each row divides into about three tables. Yeah, roughly if, yeah, so three 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 six by four tables more or less yeah
0: and then around the periphery of that you've got um smaller tables for you know regular board games and card uh, games yeah um they've also got in the same building a pretty decent shop it's one of the better stocked board game shops and every time i go i say to myself i'm not spending any money i don't need any more games and yeah. But uh, yeah, so I always spent money there. It was inevitable. Yeah. But the the victory for me was only buying a small game, which cost twenty pound, as opposed to the game I really wanted to buy, which was seventy. So
1: I wanted to buy loads of stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, mean, I managed to rein it in. But like, yeah, if I I could have spent hundreds of pounds in there, I'm pretty sure if if I'd uh, not checked there's actually
0: there's actually a game uh that i really want to try it's a couple of years old now archipelago uh where you're all like europeans uh conquering um the new like a a sort of caribbean peninsula yeah Uh, and that looks really fun they had the expansion but they didn't have the main game in stock and i think if they had the main game in stock i would have got that The yeah,
1: head of Mason Mystics, as yeah, well. that's what talked about.
0: One before. that we want to try, um, Galaxy Trucker. I had in stock <laughs> that was the 70 quid one that caught my eye. <laughs> and, um, I, I think you'll really enjoy Galaxy Trucker because yeah. it's mad,
1: it sounds sounds fun,
0: yeah. Uh, but I, what I ended up buying was a game called Secrets, which is a sort of hidden identity game uh, similar to you know The Resistance or Avalon that sort of thing Yeah. Um, haven't played it yet so we'll talk about that another yeah. time
1: and then I bought the Warhammer Quest card mm. game because that is a Fantasy Flight product and mm-hmm. obviously they've just lost the license so whenever I see uh Games Workshop license stuff I'm trying to snap it up Because yeah. it's going to disappear shortly See
0: um, the Blood Bowl team manager game I think one
1: of the expansions for that Goes for an extortionate yeah. amount On the Well, UK. That, That's why Because all, all of this stuff it's, it, it's, it basically comes down to whatever stock mm. The shops have left now Yeah So anything after that It's just going to rocket in price Yeah so um but yeah so
0: the, the main reason we were there was to play this mega battle. So there was uh, myself and Callum on the forces of evil. Yes. I was uh, I was rocking my undead and Callum had his uh, Iron Jaws.
1: Yep. A massive horde of orcs. Mm-hmm. And then a giant and the rogue idol.
0: The, the legendary rogue idol. Yeah.
1: Um, who was it has to be said, quite underwhelming this time round.
0: Yeah, see, that was all going on on the other side of the town. What what I tend to find with these like massive battles, what you, what what actually happens is you sort of, because uh, you've got several people on each side, you sort of decompartmentalise. Yeah, it breaks off where into you, a bunch of little Yeah, conflicts. where your little conflict is. So I didn't really see what happened with Rogue Idol, but it didn't look like he did a lot. Uh, but that, that Rogue Idol, one of my favourite memories uh, from gaming was one of these previous battles that we did in Common Ground Games yeah. was um, the Rogue Idol being on the opposite end of the field and one of Colin's Empire uh, <laughs> engineers pops his head out of a steam tank, shoots a pistol at it and it all falls apart somehow. Yeah, so- <laughs> yeah.
1: that uh, I think because... I I think because Colin had had quite appalling luck in that game as well for mm. it, But that that made up for, for everything. Yeah, that that was not just for Colin. That was the big takeaway from that game. That that has been the highlight. Yeah. Whenever we talk about that game, do you remember that time that engineer killed the road <laughs> with a pistol? Yeah.
0: So uh, there was me and Callum on one side, and on the other we had uh, Ben, Colin, and. Uh, Craig. Yep. Um, now Ben, you had your Fire Slayers. Yep. Uh, Colin had. What did, what did they call the Empire
1: now? The, they're now called Free Guild. Mm-hmm. Um, but beca- because Colin was using his old Empire army, it, it was that he had to use the generic uh, Order Alliance mm-hmm. rules for it because um, Empire have now been split into about five different factions. Yeah. So Colin's army is kind of piecemeal at the moment. Right. It still works well. Mm-hmm. It just means that he can't use the free guild specific rules.
0: It feels a lot like how my army, like the death army's been split into sub-factions yeah. as well. And mine, uh, I I don't feel like I've got enough models of one type to really go to town on yeah, that. Yeah,
1: unless you were playing like a 1,000 points or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I could probably I could probably put together like I actually think I could put a two thousand point list of um, Night Hunt.
1: Yeah, together. probably. I was looking at that because they because they're fairly elite. Yeah. Night Hunt. Because um, you could if, go all cavalry for your battle line. Yeah, and then just have a few monsters and characters. Yeah,
0: and uh, I'd probably have a, a vampire count as an ally.
1: Yeah. It's it's useful, to
0: useful to have a spell cast, and it means I can bring more. Guy's he's, an back.
1: Ab- he's an absolute monster as well.
0: I yeah, uh, just that ability just to regain wounds. They like just yeah. drink out of his uh, his hip flask of, <laughs> of God knows what, yeah. and then uh, and then just be like all Popeye.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but what? Just as you were talking about um, army formation, there mm. one of the interesting things is in the the new. Age of Sigmar supplement Firestorm. Mm-hmm. It's got um, Warlord and Free City armies. Right. So what what it lets you do, like to use the undead as an example, mm-hmm. it's um, the Wraith Fleet. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that the the campaign itself is set in the Flame Scar Plateau in mm-hmm. the Realm of Fire, and this vampire lo- lord who's also a pirate um mm-hmm. commands this massive Wraith Fleet. So you can decide instead of playing your normal death army to mm-hmm. play a part of the Wraith Fleet. So what that means is that if you take an army that only belongs to the factions listed in the mm-hmm. Wraith fleet, you get a, a bunch of special rules. Oh, right. oh, cool. So it they they are they're adding in new ways mm-hmm. to use your models. Yeah. So you don't just need to adhere to the stuff in the general's handbook mm-hmm. now. Um the, the themed armies basically. Yeah. No, so that's but it, good it gives you a different way of organising yeah. your stuff.
0: Yeah. So that's good. So that was uh, Colin was the what uh the the free guild and um Craig was Sylvaneth uh,
1: Who who they they were Wood Elves, but again, Wood Elves have been split. Mm-hmm. so the elves themselves are part of a faction called Wanderers mm-hmm. and all of the, the tree kin and the tree lords mm-hmm. um, basically all the tree people they're now in this faction, Sylvaneth
0: they're really nasty that was my takeaway from that battle Yeah. Uh, um, so their the foot troops, the dryads I was handling quite comfortably I think with the uh, Graveguard unit yeah. I had but it was some of the special characters they had were just horrible.
1: The 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 dryads are more or less just a sort of tar pit. Yeah. Um, you can, you can buff them to do different things. Yeah. Um, but the you you can make you can build a tree lord, so that he's got a two up save, that ignores rend unless it's uh, minus two or higher and uh, he gets re-rolls of one on his save, and a command ability, so you can basically get him a two, horrible. a two rerollable save.
0: How do you kill him?
1: Mortal wounds. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But the, so, some armies do mortal wounds better than well,
0: others. Well, actually, yeah. Uh, so actually, I, my army would probably be fine with him. Your because, army would be okay. Like, can- there's can- a lot of mortal wounds getting yeah. pumped out by Cameron the Callum would
1: struggle with it. Um, fire slayers have got quite a few ways Mm. of um, they could do that but um, there are certain armies that um, probably couldn't shift a a tree lord with that sort of build Um, yeah he's uh, outside the special characters I think a tree lord's probably one of the most tanky things in the game but um, yeah if you've never seen Sylvaneth before Mm. (laughs) they can seem pretty brutal
0: yeah, I suppose that's it. I think it, obviously it, it, when we play these massive games, it's not uh, we're not doing it really from a particularly competitive. No. Viewpoint. Oh yeah, obviously you want to win, but like. Yeah, well,
1: I think the the best way of describing it is you, you try to create a, a reasonably well balanced uh, game mm. or scenario, but like you say. It, it's not really about the competition, yeah. Um, for these sorts of games, like a lot of the time, we just don't even bother, uh, you know, counting up victory conditions. We, we, we kind of
0: just got to the end, and we were like, "By the way, uh, the good guys won." Yeah. Boo! <laughs> um, but uh, we kind of just got to the end, and <laughs> and, and we we're just like, "Well, I think it's obvious <laughs> the good guys
1: won." Yeah, because I I think. Um, at the point where uh, Callum's general got murdered
0: yeah I think he was very disappointed with um, I think he underestimated how tanky those dwarfs of yours can be
1: he underestimated um, how tanky the dwarfs are and it was his first time against Sylvaneth yeah. so I don't think he expected them to be quite as nasty mm-hmm. as they were but I mean, that that's the thing though, isn't it, with, yeah. with any sort of game, is that even in defeat you take away something from yeah, it, because you, exactly. you learn, you go back, you look at your list, how can I improve this? Mm-hmm. At least that's what a good player does. Yes. So. Or
0: you could be like me and just, you know,
1: <laughs> never
0: learn. <laughs> 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 so... Uh, so yeah, but, um, so so what this was kind of uh, well, I don't think it's going to form part of the campaign but it was kind of just to get our appetites back into uh, Age of Sigma because we're going to start a campaign very yes. shortly.
1: Um, well, it, I mentioned it earlier, it's a new supplement called mm-hmm. Firestorm. Um, it, it is a map-based campaign but it's a little bit more freeform mm-hmm. than some of the other stuff that's been done before. Like... um. Some of the other um, map-based campaigns have quite complicated systems for if you've got an army of this size, this is how many hexes you can move uh, each. <laughs> Don't have any of that in this one. Yeah. It's pretty much, if you want a region, mm-hmm. you need to fight a battle for yeah. it. To fight a battle for it, you need to challenge someone for it. Okay. So basically, two people pick a region go, I want that, I'll fight you mm-hmm. for it, and then... Um, they fight a battle, and then you resolve anything after that sure, you can build garrisons and things mm-hmm. and what what's particularly nice about this um this campaign is that all of the resources are managed through deck building, yeah, that's really cool, something yeah. a bit different, yeah, so. so you get um everyone starts with eight core cards mm-hmm. um you get different cards you can add to your deck mm-hmm. if you control certain regions they Uh, bequeath different Mm -hmm. benefits depending Um, and you can use your build points to upgrade some of your cards Mm -hmm. because some of your cards just represent the buildings you control, like armories and that sort of thing Um, and then uh, in each campaign turn you draw a hand of 6 cards Mm -hmm. from your deck that determines the size of your army for the turn Mm -hmm. it determines how many build points you get and mm-hmm. it determines how many strategy points you get, and strategy points basically let you buy upgrades right. for your army for the next battle. Ah, interesting. So it's quite—it's quite. Um, there's enough depth there. there without it feeling dumbed down, but it's quite an intuitive system. Yeah. Like it, I don't, I don't think like other campaigns we've done, I've had to write like a full rules pack. Explains Basically, everything, yeah. <laughs> and then had to talk everyone through Yeah, the process. had to do that. The great thing about Firestorm is that it feels pretty much ready to go. Yeah. You can just throw in whatever house rules you want to add in there, and the jobs are good. Well, I'm
0: looking forward to trying it, that's for sure. So we, we're going to be trying that, uh, well, as of this recording in a week's time. So yep. it'll be uh, next Thursday. It's going to be our first session. Uh, and inevitably there'll be some fights to resolve after that.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think I think again we're planning on chronicling the campaign through the the blog, mm-hmm. which again I'll uh, I'll link to in the video, um, so people can post battle reports and things like that in there. because um, that that's the really nice thing about mm-hmm. the campaigns is that you you're basically telling a story as yeah. a group, and it. It makes even the battles that you lose feel fun. Yeah. Because it was one of the things that we did um, in a campaign we played previously, where um, when you lost a battle, there was a chance that your character could be kidnapped. So uh, then we had like um, people paying ransoms to get yeah. the characters back. And, oh. You, it's... you know you could spin a full story. I out forgot
0: of... that was an L. El- so um, we we had agreed to like look back basically on this campaign that we play and actually how how ben and i met and met a load of the guys we still hang out with actually so um it was ran through what was back then games workshop uh, in glasgow um you guys had just started it i think and i'd moved up from england at that point and i I was into Warhammer as it was and my thinking was well I'll I'll go to the shop and uh, find out when the fantasy battles night is and I'll go along there and I eventually got in the campaign I think someone dropped out which meant I could join Uh, but that first campaign we were were trying to work out was it just shy of a year it ran in total?
1: I'm fairly certain it was Yeah, Uh,
0: it was some uh, some really memorable games from that I um so in that you what was
1: the total points value was it six thousand I think it was and six thousand sp- but
0: you split it however you wanted to which then men um, using like the eighth edition rules I, one of my armies that was floating around on the map was entirely ethereal back when you couldn't <laughs> the only way of touching ethereal stuff was with magic so I remember poor Andy Russell with his ogres rocking up to my ethereal army. <laughs> we get to the battle itself. I'm set up. And he just goes These are all ghosts, aren't they? Yep. I can only hurt them with magic, can't I? Yep. And he just go puts his puts his head in his hands and just I've got no magic. <laughs> <laughs> and just like <laughs> <laughs> well we're going we're playing it out yeah. so like, <laughs> yeah uh,
1: P- poor Andy yeah bless um,
0: him but there, was, there were a lot of memorable uh, games in that I, re- I remember uh, there was a the guy Jamie who uh, was playing a Nurgle date or was it just uh, all all ba- flavours ba- of ba- Chaos yeah
1: back then it, um, Chaos was pretty much a mixed bag mm. but it, I think it was predominantly uh, nargo in this army that he used and yeah he, he kept um attacking me in a fortress so I, and I, I was playing dwarfs mm. so i had like all the artillery and and like you know some of the best armor in the game yeah which t- to be to be fair this is back where, i would probably say in eighth edition fantasy um dark elves mm-hmm. and Warriors of Chaos were like the two top tier.
0: Yeah. Um I was I have never been in the competitive sort of scene yeah. on the Warhammer side of things, but I remember Ogres being quite nasty. Yeah. As well.
1: But I, I I think that um I think high elves, dark elves and Warriors of Chaos, mm. they were considered um the most competitive. Certainly they were the ones that you saw. On a very yeah. consistent basis at tournaments, there was nearly always about five of each of mm-hmm. them at a tournament. Um, so he, he, you know, and, you know, very, very, clever player as well. But he, he kept. Um, I, I, know, but
0: I, I, think that was. Uh, I, don't think there was any tactics behind that. I think no. that. I, I, I think he got a bit of a kick out of um, being the scrappy
1: do. <laughs> in that in that sort of scenario. Yeah. So yeah, he he kept um he kept laying siege to my mm. fortresses and uh it, it didn't it, you know that it was it was an interesting battle, certainly, yeah. but um I don't think he won any no. of the, the siege games against me. He did win some siege games against a couple of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Um because one of the things that we said that was quite interesting is that um dwarfs are the best at holding fortresses. Mm-hmm. Warriors of Chaos are the best at taking them. Yeah. So it made for an interesting matchup in that respect. Yeah. I think it got to
0: I think he did it at first feel like, I, I want that fortress, I'm gonna take it. Yeah. And then second because yeah, that was kind of an interesting match. I think I can grab it. I think every time after that point, it was yeah. just right. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> like,
1: it's been a chance.
0: Did he ever get it?
1: No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Poor um, Jamie. Yeah, the I the first battle of that campaign that I fought um, was against Callum's orcs, mm. and I had an army. One of my armies was just a unit of fifty longbeard rangers with a lord right. in it. So I made the I, I thought that I was attacking the small army oh God, in Calms no. and I was actually attacking the army that had Grimgor.
0: I was just gonna say this was Grimgor's yeah. big horde.
1: Yeah, oh. so got um got walloped the lord, mm. who was the... In the story, he was the brother of the general. Yes. Was captured. So it, th- this was the really cool thing about this mm-hmm. battle, is that it, it opened up this whole plot arc mm-hmm. where my general's trying to ransom back his brother off the orcs. Mm-hmm. It, it, just, it just made the uh, everything... Uh, so much more engaging
0: yeah i think the other thing and that you
1: felt like you had something at stake yeah you
0: know? yeah i think the other good thing that we did in that campaign is uh, um was we split it into seasons yeah yeah uh, and you you were very much uh, in with like planning interesting scenarios to yeah. sort of as a, a season finale yeah. And um, I I've, 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 the one that sticks out in my mind was we had the sort of um colosseum style scenario where like we'd put forward our best characters and just see how long they would survive against wave after wave of monsters. Yeah. And I I I mean obviously mine was a vampire lord so they're pretty nasty in combat so I I did fairly well at that but uh, I can remember your guy being there just because none of no one could kill him.
1: <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. And in the end, uh, it was only my character and Simon's that made it to the final bout. And then in the first round of the final bout, they get killed <laughs> because they'd been so so badly beaten. Yeah, going through all of those rounds, so no one won that scenario. <laughs> But it, it was, it was really what was Simon
0: play? playing? Was he playing Chaos?
1: He was playing that as well. He was playing Demons. Back yeah. There. Ah, right. Yeah. So I think he probably had some sort of bloodthirster. Which yeah. his general. That's
0: right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Because and one of the other scenarios you had was like the monster hunt, uh, where we were trying to take down. That uh, well monsters. wait that was
1: like a random encounter. Yes, that, that was all, right. Because that was our first battle. Yeah,
0: I was taking control of a dragon. You or controlled
1: a zombie dragon. Yeah, you were attacking my artillery train. Yeah, and you kept passing your six-up regen safes Yeah. Uh,
0: it wasn't. No, it was a terrorgeist That's what it was. The, yeah. Big screaming undead
1: bat. That's the one. Yeah. I managed to take it down, but eventually, uh, you survived a lot longer right. than you should have. <laughs> But
0: no, I'm I'm looking forward to digging my teeth into a new campaign because it has been a while. We did try and start another one not so long ago, but it was a bit of a false start.
1: Yeah, well, that Um, that was the path to glory system, and I don't think that proved too popular. No, because it was, it was when it first came out, it was really badly balanced. Yeah. So a lot of people just disengaged from it. Um, They have since uh, brought out a new supplement, and it's allegedly more Mm -hmm. well balanced. I mean, who knows maybe in the future we'll look at that but at, at the moment um firestorm is is definitely i think where all of our yeah. interest lies yeah yeah so
0: looking forward to trying that and we'll keep you guys updated on how that uh, campaign yeah. goes but Absolutely. um i think uh at that will uh draw this episode to a close so thank you very much for listening guys as always if you've got any comments or questions send them our way We've, we'll have our email address uh, below and obviously the Facebook comments section as
1: well and we'll have the blog link as well to Exactly, keep up exactly. to date with check the company. check that
0: out but uh, from me Josh and uh, from my co-host Ben thanks for listening